Hey, it's another lunch. I feel like I'm scaring people when I just come over. Hey, hey, ha! Eat, gotcha. Eat, you sons and daughters of bitches. You weren't trying to do anything secretive, were you? Yeah, I hope your I boss hope knows you're watching this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Uh, what's you what better are, be clocked out. You got anything you, you want to be? You got anything you want to talk about? It's nine eleven. It is nine eleven. I bet the guys are flying the. the the flags on the bridges probably yeah i see uh do you, do you half mast it i don't know when you half mast a flag you, yeah today's probably a half mast day i don't have a flag I saw there, so. there's a flag out at the office at this uh and it's half masted no it's not really it's full mast yeah huh. they're they're flying in the face of tradition of, of propriety maybe it was because it was uh half mast when we were going on the way to michigan and we never figured out why remember that yeah Maybe when it's already half mast, you have another half mast. It like cancels that. It's, it's a, a full, full mast. mast. Yeah. yeah, you can't just put the flag down. How do you double half mast? Was it, it maybe for the shooting? When did that shooting happen? I don't know because I was so disconnected from world events for that week. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I got a couple topics. All right. One, I don't rem- and I don't remember how this became a discussion. It's it happened somehow with with me and Cecily. Somehow a combination of Fifty Shades of Grey and Mister Robot. Okay, this uh, sounds amazing. Enabled us to have a conversation <laughs> about how you can ruin people's lives utterly. Because you know that's mm, one of the things okay. that um, I've always had this kind of like rule of life where you never you you never start shit with someone that doesn't have anything to lose, right? It's a bad idea. Like yeah. like if they're just life is a mess and they've got no p- career prospects and nobody that loves them, that's the person you don't want to fuck with because mm-hmm. they you have presumably relationships you want to lose. And, uh, you know, money, you know, jobs that you don't want to lose and, and mm-hmm. people that love you that you want to think well of you. And I'm thinking about ways you could attack that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, like, imagine this. Uh-huh. You're having dinner with your girlfriend or your wife or significant other. Okay. And some woman comes up right to you and says, you son of a bitch, you got me pregnant, you expect me to have an abortion? Yeah. What do you say? Even if you're completely innocent, sure. how do you and like? And, and even if you're if your significant other is inclined to believe that this is all bullshit, you planted a seed that'll probably never go away. It's always going to be in the back of your significant other's head. Yeah, like t- t- I mean, they said they didn't. I right. haven't seen a baby. Yeah, D- did she have an abortion? <laughs> Was there a pregnancy? Because like, because in in know. in the back of your mind, you're thinking, why would some random person just come up and say that? There's no reason. But if your mortal enemy. Or someone you cut off in traffic or whatever put mm-hmm. put them up to this, like paid them. Like, how much money would it take if you went up to some random stranger? How much money would it take? Do you think to get them to do something like that? I mean, it depends on the stranger. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like I, you, like maybe a, a hit of crack. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so depending so on the stranger, that's the thing. Is like it's got to be a roughly appropriate. Like if a if you if a toothless wonder. Yeah, yeah. Comes in from the 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 truck stop. And if they're lot. also raving about the Illuminati in the same sentence, it's sure, probably not going to. Sure, fall. you you have to have someone of appropriate, you know, or believable mm-hmm. stature to 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 go up against that. Yeah, if like Melissa Mayers comes up and is like, "You son of a bitch, you got me pregnant." She's, Who the hell's Melissa Mayers? She works with a lot of software companies, Google, okay. uh, Apple, all that stuff. All right, because it also, I believe that's Chuck Klosterman's wife. Melissa Mayers? 
It might. She, she used to write for Time Magazine. The, the she was like my favorite Breaking Bad reviewer. Maybe it's the same person. I don't know. Could be. Uh, so, what other ways could you do that? To, like, so what are some other? I mean, that's that's like I, I don't see any way to protect yourself from that other than leave a full, yeah. leading a fully transparent life with your tran, uh, your significant other. I mean, and any, even then, any real serious accusation works, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I know what you did to my daughter. You're not going to get away with it. Uh, molestation is a serious crime. Like if you had a 45 year old dude How? Dra- dragging what? like a 14 year old girl behind him, uh huh, and be like, "You fucking stay away from my little girl again, you son of a bitch." Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> and when, you as, do? as you try to deny, he can just mm-hmm. like you know spin that into more more grist for the mill. Yeah, I'm actually I've, I terrified myself because I'm like there is no <laughs> there's no protection against there's it no either. known defense against Picard maneuver yeah. like well, it's just, I mean that's that, that's why work. people get away with random acts far more than they get away. But this doesn't have to real be stuff. this doesn't even have to be random. Like, well, it would by definition be random, right? Like, random person is coming up and saying something to for from the person who you're worried about's perspective is mm-hmm. random. Well, I'm saying like, what if like like I could do this to you? Mm-hmm. And like th- that's the other problem thing. Is, is like, I'm the guy with like like if to I lose. hire an assassin to whack you, yeah, that's something the police will follow up. If I hire some random dude to come up and act like you molested his daughter, yeah, like I don't know if anything the cops investigate you. That's the shitstorm of it. Yeah, so like it's it's you never want that to go to court because it would never hold up. Like there's no evidence for it. But you don't care because 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 you're. But it's the ruining of the social relationships. Your right? payload like, is is eroding that person's love and respect of the people that they have in their life. If anything secondary, like a criminal investigation, Who comes cares? of it, that's even a that's a bonus. No, but it doesn't matter because there's literally going to be no evidence for this thing because it didn't actually happen. Well, you know, the Ad- cops will not be able to prosecute you for something that didn't happen. Adnan is serving real time in a federal prison. Because- Do, <laughs> did that happen or didn't it? Oh, I I'm I saying I'm not sure. I'm just saying, yeah. like, I don't trust. The but there's evidence. System. There's a body. That's true. There's the relationships that he has with this these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, documented and well known. Like, there, there's literally not a shred of evidence so, so, to it. So yeah, they couldn't so, do so anything. Accusing him of like statutory, accusing your enemy of statutory rape would be uh, that would be a bad idea because that actually is a crime. If you just accused him yeah. of doing something sleazy, like sleeping behind his significant others back something that's not like like there is no cop that will show up and be like you want us to investigate what now yeah i mean adultery as far as i know is not a prosecutable crime not anymore so (laughs) is there anything else that's along i'm trying to think like other ways you could fuck with someone i mean there are a million ways to fuck. we also have the q a app so if you want to join in depravity uh uh be be my guest Uh uh-huh I feel like you're welcoming people to do this to us. <laughs> uh, no. And it also is like, I, I feel like the only defense uh-huh. is to open the a talk- good offense. Let's start it. <laughs> let's, let's start getting people. Let's start the black files on everybody. Start the club members first. Uh, Cause they're the ones that, that no, no, I feel like the best defense is to like to talk about. It's kind of like, okay, like by playing video games on the internet and by streaming shit on the internet, we've um, opened ourselves up to the SWAT attack. So what that does is like someone finds out, which I'm sure would be fairly trivial, find out where we live uh, and what what studio we broadcast out of live and mm-hmm. why we're in the middle of a stream. They call in like a bomb threat or a kidnapping threat or a guy waving a gun threat to our apartment. 
dudes in black Nomex storm, you know, but you know, knock down her door and scream at us and turn and and you know the people that are watching that started this get jollies for ruining some stranger's life, and then they go to jail when they. It, are inevitably found out. Like one, I think only one, of all the swatting that's happened, like one person's gone to jail. Yeah, it's a relatively recent phenomenon. That will start to happen more. Well, here's the, one, someone's going to die. Someone's going to die because sure. of this. Well, but the best yeah. defense against that, ironically, and something we haven't done yet, is to call your local police department and say, hey, have you ever heard of swatting? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, here's some articles. I'm going to educate you in the process. I'm a well-known YouTuber. Or, or you know a podcast or whatever you can come by our studios and see what we do and put you, you can actually you know when if someone calls a bomb threat send a squad car out and and maybe knock on the door or call us you, here's our phone number you can call us and we but I, and I guess that that actually works um, I don't know that that's actually okay. has actually worked so the best defense you could do is I guess talk to your partner is like hey you know what what would happen if somebody would do this like wouldn't that be crazy. But, I just don't but know then that, that could be seen as preemptively as striking, them, sure. because you know you've done something. I'm about wrong. to keep a mistress, uh huh. So I'm, I'm going to set up this set elaborate you up. defense. You might hear, you might see some weird emails or some text, but it's just all yeah, it's all bullshit. It's just all haters. Don't don't worry about it. <laughs> it's all haters. Like yeah, it could be um, it could be something like a uh, I don't I like imagine how every time you get in a, like a wrong text or a wrong phone call. Like, what if that was a sext? Like, someone just screwed up the last digit and sending a picture of their boobs or their dick, mm-hmm. either way, and it goes to you by mistake, and your significant other sees that. Like, I'm surprised I haven't heard any stories of that actually happening. And in fact, if a friend hmm. of mine told me that happened, I would be like, oh, man, that sucks. My first thought is like, you're probably cheating on your wife or girlfriend, you dirty dog. Mm. Like, I don't yeah. know that I'd accuse them of it, but that would definitely be in the back of my mind. That's how insidious this shit is. Like, hmm. like how far away are we from either through maliciousness or just basic identity theft or wrong identity? Like, someone has is someone walking around this planet right now whose life has been ruined by accident? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, there's been, like, you know... I guarantee that. Like, the Olympic bomber, uh, the security guard that actually was kind of heroic during that day, got his life ruined because everyone for a long time thought that he was the bomber. In fact, he's a, and there was a lot of his face plastered up everywhere when he was exonerated. There wasn't nearly as much ink spilled in his defense and like, you know, getting the word yeah, out that yeah. he's so like, that's a case of like the press just acting like the 800 pound gorilla and destroying someone's life. But I don't know, man. It's like uh, watching Mr. Robot is starting to really make me paranoid <laughs> four episodes in. I mean, I don't think it's unfounded paranoia. A, a lot of, a lot of your information is out there that you probably don't realize is out there. Yeah. Uh, basically nothing you do is private anymore. So if you do it, expect it to be public and, uh, expect that someone could, if they wanted to take advantage of that. Hmm. So an under so I want to get to Michael G's comment. He goes, "Woody Allen is sort of an example, but an actual crime." Yeah, but that's actually <laughs> that's that's not the unfounded claim, right? But that's the thing is like I, from I the person's looking it. on the outside, and I know there's been court case, but when that first came to light, that's indistinguishable from a jilted spouse taking a divorce court and saying he molested my daughter. 
Yeah. Which doesn't happen a lot, but I do know it does happen occasionally. And that's why, again, this stuff is kind of uh, tough to fight. Because if you say, if, if you want to take the side of this guy's innocent, he's being wrongly accused, then are you taking a stand against the little girl that got molested or brainwashed or whatever the hell happened in that? I don't. I mean, I, mean, I feel like being a dick to somebody. Yeah. Is not a new thing. <laughs> sure. Like, since the beginning of time, there have been dicks. But it, so, so the fact that this, like, this is kind of something that I've never heard of happening, is that a testament to how basically intrinsically good people are? Or unimaginative? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, if you're that pissed at someone, you're just going to go their car punch or them or key their yeah. car, do something like that. Like, yeah, this, is, this is a, a dish best served cold by definition. Yeah, I mean, this is true. Like, beware, beware the man. Shit, right? What's that? Beware the man who desires retribution. Uh, beware the patient man that desires retribution or mm. something like that. This is like Hannibal Lecter type shit. Yeah. Like, he's going to feed you your own brain at the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some beans and a Chianti. Especially if you wait like five years from the transgression. Yeah. Like, you cut me off in traffic. I'm putting you in my book. <laughs> I'm going to wait for five years, uh-huh. and then I'm going to have some floozy come up to you while you're having dinner with your entire family and accuse you of impregnating her. That's, uh, that's Yeah, that's served cold. So <laughs> a related example about trust issues is uh, – so I've been back in – I've gotten back into reading uh, recently. I've, I've got this habit where I'm reading every day, right. and I've dusted off my Generation 2 Kindle. Uh, my girlfriend Cecily has like a fourth generation paper white or something. Ooh, fancy. It is. It's it's actually making my Kindle look like shit. But I keep reading it. And we discovered that there's this family library sharing because oh, I yeah, bought yeah. the book The Martian. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still got like, I don't know, 100 or 200 pages of the latest Mistborn thing that I got to finish before I get to The Martian. And Cecily is wanting to read it. So I'm like, well, there should be some way because I know like – the Kindle library, you've always just been able to share like one book at a time with some random people, mm-hmm. some books, all of that. But there, apparently there's this new family library sharing where you can designate one other adult over the age of 18 that you say is my significant other and you can share your entire library with them and they share you. The funny thing is, is apparently when you and, – and they say this in big warning letters. When you do this, it it – shares your credit cards too so when you go to your payment options all of their payment options are shown as yours they're like mixed together yeah all right so you have to to do family sharing you have to trust each other enough to share your credit cards but when you're doing it on the kindle i I think that's what a family is okay (laughs) okay but what's funny is when to confirm it when Cecily's on her kindle she's like it says now pass the kindle to aaron so he can enter his account and password And I'm like, so I trust you enough to share credit cards, but I'm not going to trust you with my Amazon password when the most sensitive thing on my Amazon account is probably my credit card information. Yeah. I thought that was Hmm. this weird asymmetrical trust thing. Like it is. That's real strange. Like like the the fam the 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 couple that's going to commingle their funds is going to be weirdly defensive about oh I don't I don't know if I'm going to share your my my Amazon account password when i could change it at any time well, well you don't want them to see the purchase history of the book like how to get away with cheating on your spouse sure. or something sure, right sure how to like ruin that's... how to ruin an average person's life yeah uh-huh. you don't want that on your search history uh or <laughs> that, to... that is super weird yeah like just give give access to if you're gonna give credit card information give all the access hmm 
Yeah, I just I don't know. Like, but Amazon's got some, a lot of weird things like that. Like you've Amazon's been frustrated. Fucking their video stuff. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah. All right, I can't, tell, tell I me because I don't know. You've been, you've been because everything. It seems like every time we do a commission podcast, we have to stream something from Amazon. You go on a fucking tear. I don't fully understand it. So, so their their one click buy shit, yeah, has a button to turn it off everywhere. Sure, the button literally says turn off everywhere. Uh huh. So, so except that means... you cannot turn that off. You cannot turn off one click buy for uh, Amazon Instant Video stuff. You can't do it. Even not though even the on button the says turn Are off. Are you talking every- about like no, on your PlayStation? Period. Period. Not even on the computer. Like when I go to buy or rent something on Amazon, it's one click only. Shocking. I know. And it but uses in their own card? FAQs, they're like, yeah, you can't. Yep. And it uses whatever default one click card you got set up, which is a problem because I occasionally buy stuff personally. Um, and then in the in that account, I also buy stuff for like official bald move yeah. watches and stuff. Sure. So like that's really dumb. Uh, the other really dumb thing is, I guess they've gone like device focused or something like tablets and phones and yeah. TVs and shit. Uh-huh. Um, because you cannot play, even though my computer is one hundred percent capable, uh-huh. cannot play HD video on my right. laptop. Right. What the fuck? Huh. I could before you implemented this stupid new system, and I emailed them, and they were like, "Yeah, that's." That's standard. Oh, you did? That's a feature. You, sorry, you can't do it. So SD only on my laptop, even though I can rent the thing and then play it on my PS3, no problem in HD. Now, I know I can rent, watch high-def video on my computer, and I'm sure we're using Chrome browser. It, I so think it's a Mac diff- thing. I think it's a Mac thing. How can they... Because isn't the code base... Well, it's it can't so be identical. It's so fucking stupid. But well, it's Chrome. But it's Chrome. So... If it'll play in HTML5, it will play on my computer. Mm. I don't know why it's limited. I really don't know why, but they just said, yeah, you can't do that. You know what's cool about Amazon I just discovered? Hmm. Because I've been winnowing out. You know, I've decided that, like, uh, I've been eating a lot. I've been eating, been eating alive by, like, monthly recurring costs on things. Like, I've got sure. my, yeah. you know, I got my uh, Spotify, and I've got my Audible, and I've got, like, Amazon, which renews every month, and I got Netflix, and I got... All these things that, like, you know, individually are sound decisions, but you start adding them up. It's like, Jesus, I mean, like, $100 a month for all this digital content. I'm not yeah. even sure I get my money's worth. Mm-hmm. So I canceled a few of them. I kept, I think I kept Audible and obviously Amazon and my cable because I can get Netflix, away from that. Yeah. And Netflix. Uh, but I started winnowing down. And, like, Spotify, I never listened to it much because I'm more of a podcast guy. Yeah. But when I'm in the car with, like, the family, we want to listen to, they don't, like, you know, listen to the same podcast and some of the podcasts are wildly inappropriate for an eight-year-old anyways we listen to music uh and sesame's got a spotify she's keeping her spotify license i might don't need another one but every once in a while be i'm wanting to listen to music like i'm driving my kid to school and morning radio sucks we want to listen to music amazon's like has got this instant music library yeah that's fairly i mean it's not nearly as good as spotify because spotify as far as i can tell has Mm -hmm. everything yeah but it's pretty fucking good and I, and they've got a lot more like Spotify. Their playlists like are never seemed as very good. Hmm. Like their top one hundred tracks on Spotify, which I thought would be a great way to like, you know stay current with popular music. With it, yeah. it never well, fucking it's... changes, man. Oh really? 
Like, and maybe huh. it's a self-fulfilling prophecy that everybody listens to the top 100 and it just stays there. But, like, <laughs> Pharrell's Happy has been in there for, like, two years. Oh, my God. There's they don't no even play fucking, that on the radio anymore. Yeah, there's no fucking way that can possibly be still one of the top 100. No. And, no. like, and then the rest is, like, it's dominated by Pitbull. And there's, like, four different, five different Chris Brown tracks in there, which I just won't even listen to asshole anymore. So, but, yeah. none of that shit with Amazon. Well, I mean, I, I'm all- pretty and, and pretty. And they've got, like... Like you could, they've got like a inspirational hip hop mm-hmm. or um, like aspirational hip hop, like stuff that like keeps you pumped up. And they've got like hip hop for fitness and like conscious style and gang. And they got like all these different genres and stuff. I've been really digging it. And again, it's like Amazon Prime. This is not a paid commercial, but I feel like Amazon Prime is one of the things that like I keep getting more and more value for that service. Yeah, they're that's stuffed with value. It's like, I don't know what even, it's like, is it $119 now? But like... I mean, half the shit I want to watch is free on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and I've been, like, lately when I order stuff from Amazon, saying, like, I don't care when I get it, and I get a free dollar credit for... Yeah. And I, I'm starting to, like, I've got, like, $30 of Amazon credit and, and stuff. Damn. And, you know, they had, like, when I went to buy The Martian, it was on sale for four ninety nine the digital copy. I'm like, damn, that's a good value. Yeah. Anyway, so I just I felt like I want to balance it out. Talk some shit about Amazon. Talk some shit about Bezos and <laughs> say some good things about it. Sure. I mean, he's still the copper lord and he's looking for world, oh, yeah. world domination. He's still, we haven't gotten to that. But, you know, yeah. he's tried to muzzle us these past few months. But, yeah. Uh, no, we know. We know. Sure. Got to find a way to ruin his life. Uh, so Daniel Cantu says the Martian book is great, but the science is a little advanced. Quarter of the way through, I felt stupid and or unintelligent. See, I don't. Huh. I I don't know what your background with history or science is because like have and you, you haven't read The Martian so <laughs> I haven't read The Martian either so I don't know I do I had the same thing I got you might have that still The Science of Interstellar uh I gave that back to you okay so that's a book written by the physicist that was the science advisor behind Interstellar and it's Fuck, f- I know his name I can't think of it whatever uh he's this old dude that looks kind of like a uh, a, a mad scientist version Kip, of Jonathan Kip, Banks, uh, Tucker, Kip Thorne, Kip Thorne. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, in, in the first half of the book kind of sure. talks about his relationship with the, uh, the Batman guy, Christopher Nolan and like how the movie was perceived and his meeting with the different stars and their various interests in like the science behind it. And then like, you know, the creative struggle between making it super scientific, but also kind of visually stunning, but then, like, the last third of the book is just hardcore math about, like, here's how you can do the calculations <laughs> for black holes and stuff and, and see how they'll look. And I tapped out. Like, I couldn't I, – I, it was more information than I needed. That's and, fine, though, right? Like, at least you didn't preload No, no, that. no. Yeah, no, that's fine. Like, I didn't yeah. feel like the whole book was a waste. But I don't okay. – I feel like with The Martian, if you don't get the whole story, mm-hmm. it's a reference. Essentially, you can go as deep as you want. But I want to know how it ends. Yeah. Have you read Robert Zubrin's The Case for Mars? No, you talk about this all the I'm time. I'm actually asking Daniel C. Here oh, okay. Because, like, I hung with that. It was written at a level that's, you know, you have to understand, like, you know, you can take this, you, like, you, you can take this chemical and split it into, like, oxygen and methane. Okay. Yeah, you, you don't. Basic, very, very. You don't basic have to chemistry. figure out how all that works yeah. with the you know molecular bonding and ionic shells and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But you have to understand like the, to get like why this is cool and why this would actually work. So if it's past that level, I think I can hang with it. But if it starts like 
you have to do calculations because I'm I'm terrible at math. I, like I can't imagine that a novel would require you to do math. <laughs> it just depends on the novel. Yeah, but but in my mind, a novel should be self-explanatory. That's been adapted to a major motion picture. Maybe well, that's, okay, that maybe like the story's yeah. fantastic. We're gonna strip out the nerd stuff and just have Matt Damon doing like uh-huh. Bill Nye science guy experiments, and that's gonna be yeah the way to go. When does The Martian come out? Because I want to read that. I'm I'm I want to read that before uh, my keyboard doesn't work. I want to read that before the movie comes out. But uh, I also want to get done at this damn second. That's Here, that's rough. Up. That's rough. The Martian. Because I'm not. I'm now stuck October in this. Second. Yeah. The problem is Mistborn trilogy is that there are periods of intense boredom in between, like the stuff that's worth reading. Mm. Um, and okay. he really belabors like these like government details, and they're not really that interesting either. Like they're, you know, if you've watched House of Cards. It's so much. The political maneuvering is so much more interesting and detailed and realistic in that than it is in this fantasy book. Like Game of Thrones, what would you say? Oh, Game of Thrones is way more sophisticated. Okay. Way more sophisticated. Like this is this is almost Transformers level of you know like if if, if, if you got wow. Megatron and Optimus and Starscream, okay, and Starscream is trying to betray Megatron. That's like the level of complexity to this. Hmm. This stuff. Um, I don't know. I I'm I want to finish it because I'm I'm now two books into it, but I'm no longer I was really enthusiastic. I've like finally when I got to the end of the first book, I'm like fucking finally this book has justified my liking into it. And mm-hmm. then it just morassed itself almost instantly in book two, and it's really pissing me off. That's a shame. That's a shame. That's why I don't read fantasy, because it's all bullshit. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. Asshole. We're about 10 weeks out from House of the Dragon Season 2, and it's time to prepare for war. Which in our case means, well, watching a lot of Hot D and reading a lot of Fire and Blood. Each week between now and June 16th, Maester Anthony and his co-host Steve are hosting a watch of each episode of Hot D Season 1. And then me and Jim are going to host a discussion of the differences between the events on that episode and how they're recounted in George R.R. Martin's historical tome, Fire and Blood. That's right, I've resorted to reading dragon books. God help us all. We'll see if my fresh eyes add any new insights or predictions into Season 2. Arm yourselves with all the lore you can for the battles ahead. House of the Dragon returns June 16th, but we've got you covered until then. Check out all of our upcoming Hot D coverage on the Hot D feed or on Bald Move Pulp, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's time for another season of Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? The premise is simple. A Gen Xer and a millennial watch old 80s action TV to see what still works and what doesn't. In previous seasons, we've done podcasts for Knight Rider, Airwolf, MacGyver, A-Team, and more. However, this year we're doing a very special season of Feeney. We're going back and reviewing the very special episodes of 80s and 90s sitcoms. Come cringe along with us as Hollywood tries to warn our families of the dangers of underage smoking, drug abuse, alcoholism, eating disorders, and much more. We start out with the episode of Boy Meets World where a high school kid gets sucked into a cult. Worlds collide as the Mr. Feeney finally makes an appearance on Why is Mr. Feeney a Car? 
Join me and my buddy Jay each week for episodes full of nostalgia and secondhand embarrassment. And don't worry, a very special isn't your speed. We've also got some all-time classic Knight Rider episodes to close the season with. Find Why Is Mr. Feeney a Car each Wednesday on Bald Move Pulp starting April 3rd. Uh, Michael G said, Amazon's taking over the world. Prime now just went live in Seattle. Beer delivered to my doorstep within one hour. No extra oh. charge, no drones. Well, I see, I consider drones a plus, but beer delivered to your door in one hour, no extra charge? I think that's in Indianapolis, too. Holy fuck. Or they're baiting it because my the fake brother-in-law signed up for that service, and he's talking about, like, I don't know, ordering something and it being How dropped off. How much does off. it cost for like a six pack? I have no idea. Eighteen dollars, no extra charge. I <laughs> and so it's free, right? Or maybe it's a dollar per item. Well, that's that's what I mean. So they build like for their grocery service, mm-hmm. they build the cost into the groceries. Like, oh, you get this subscription thing, and it costs you slightly less than the actual product, but the actual product is prime and shipping's built into the cost. And you no, know, honestly, if they can still, get like. It's going to really put a lot of pressure on brick and mortar, like even more than they already yes. have, because yeah. this is now playing in your space. Like you want it, you can have someone drop it off to you. And it's, you know, it's like if if your only remaining market is the poor and the untechnologically sophisticated, that's not a great place to play a lot of for poor a company. People. A lot of poor people. Are yeah. Running. But the problem is they're they're poor. They don't have a lot of money to spend. So you're true. talking about razor thin margins perpetually. The other thing which is Amazon I, is also doing. But if they control all the other space of like anyone that's got technological access or is Western definition of affluent, they've got that locked up. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's it's kind of darkly amusing to me to see Walmart being squeezed out of a segment <laughs> and being they left used to with do the, the drag. Squeezing. Yeah. Yeah. Because they yeah. were the squeezy and now they're the squeezer. They were the squeezer. Now they're squeezy. But squeezy. It, it does. I don't know. It is a good word. You know, Bezos with this copper empire it is scary sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but it's also awesome. Yeah. Although, although I've decided like, so I, in past years, like the last five to seven years or so, I've been buying a lot of clothes online. And I've recently decided I'm not going to do that anymore because it's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah. Like I've bought stuff online that has fit me perfectly and it's been awesome. Sure. And some of my favorite shit to wear. And then I bought stuff online that fits me like a nasty trash bag. Hmm. Yeah. Like I've noticed like um, buying jeans, like mm -hmm. there's this one particular type of shoes. Shoes seem to work okay because it has a size. My feet don't change size. Uh, I feel like that works okay. I have to order hats online because <laughs> I have an eight-inch cranium, and uh-huh. that is like a. You're the Shaquille O'Neal of hats. I really am. My head, yeah. like I had to have, I had a special order. I'm not making this up. <laughs> a quadruple XL motorcycle helmet from Shoei to fit my fucking head, uh, and I'd been making do with a triple XL shitty brand. Um, but like having a really nice motorcycle helmet, if you're into motorcycling, makes all the difference in the world as far as noise and aerodynamics and just comfort of wear. Uh, but I finally and you got definitely yeah, like, wear a helmet. My one of my old bosses just got into a bad motorcycle sure. accident with a deer. Lucky he was wearing a helmet. Yeah, I've been through two motorcycle ex- accidents. I was wear one. I was wearing a helmet both time. One, I it was a forty. It was about a fifty mile an hour oh. wreck. And I was wearing full leathers and my helmet, and I got off without a scratch. 
The other was I was coming back from mowing the Kingdom Hall's lawn. <laughs> so fuck me. Uh, and I was wearing a swimsuit, a gym shoes, oh, no. a t-shirt, and a helmet. And it was like really early in the season, so there's still some sand in corners. And I mm. the, my uh, front wheel slid out from underneath me in a corner, and I was going about 20 miles an hour. And I fucked up my entire left side. Oh. And if I was wearing my regular gear, I would have, again, walked without a scratch. So Yeah. Maybe had a fun time, even. Yeah. I mean, other than repairing your bike. Yeah, you get scratches. You got scuffed up, too. But yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I buy hats online, and that's about, and like winter, I've been buying winter jackets. Jackets are usually okay because they don't it's need like, to fit perfectly. Yeah. But yeah, like even jeans. Like I found this really good pair of Levi's Shirts, that I jeans, like. Yeah. These jeans are the best fitting, best looking jeans on me I've, I've had in a long time. I'm going to go back and get some more. I bought the exact same size, and like one of them was snug on me. So like just I, manufacturing yep. differences and that kind of stuff. You really need to try on clothes before yeah. you buy them. Yeah. So I've decided no more online purchases for clothes. I'm going to go into like, a fucking store and buy them. Don't they have unlimited – like don't they have like free returns? Yeah, they do. I'm usually too lazy to return them, ah. which is which is the reason that I started buying them online in the first place – Going, you know what? I don't really need so to go to a store. Are you just going to start wearing trash bags? What's the end game? Well, here, if Jim? it's the difference, but yes, I've considered that. <laughs> I uh, is, when is this part whole, of our contract, did you have to wear clothes? When this podcasting thing stops working, okay. I'm going to go to trash bag living. All right, uh, but Why for not? now, I mean, so it's either I take a chance and I order online and I hope that it fits me, and I send it back four or five times, whatever, mm-hmm. or I go to the store, take an hour, have it in my hand that day. And know that it fits. I feel like that's the reasonable option. Yeah. Have you tried? Don't cons- pay for shipping. Have like, you tried consignment stores? Because those are big. They're really popular. Like Plato thrift stores. Plato's closet. My brother's closet. Hmm. It's always some yeah. closet. Something trapped. In, I'm trapped in the closet. That's the R. Kelly yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything smells like piss. Uh-huh. Uh That's that's a typical thrift store. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you tried any of those? The higher end, thri- the, not the thrift uh, stores, mean, but the consignment shop. It's not a thrift store. I know. They're name brands. They're stuff like that. Thrift stores where you drop off your dirty socks and underwear. Consignments and like we hand select these things so there are no holes. There's no bullshit. And I think you get paid for it too. You like do. Consignment yeah. is I've like. I dropped the, some clothes off at ah, a place like that before. Okay. Okay. Got paid, you know, a, a petty amount for yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's like video game, you know. It's essentially I. You're, you're trying to get a discount for your next hit. Is what you're trying to do. Yeah, yeah. I'll take any amount for these clothes. Just get them off my hands. Yeah, I was doing some back to school shopping for my kid, mm. and I started at like a bunch of places, and I ended with Once Upon a Child. I wish I started Once Upon a Child because I got way better clothes for like literally a a fraction of the cost. Like I'm never buying yeah, clothes retail. That he's for this gonna kid outgrow again. in six months anyway. Yeah. So. Like in I mean, I don't know. Eventually getting to junior high, high school, like if you're not yeah. wearing the right clothes, you get beat up. Sure. And I might bow to that pressure because I've been on the the end of that and I yeah. don't want my kid if I can help Give it. Give him a pair of Nikes, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah, the once upon a child seems like the way to go. And if that yeah. continues to scale up, if there's like that you know, Tom's closet from Parks and Rec. If if there's a that for teen, did <laughs> yeah, you remember yeah. that? Uh-huh. Where he sure. was selling the teenage boys because that's because uh-huh. <laughs> that's the stuff that the fit, fit him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Real funny. Uh, okay, let's see what else we got here. In oh wow, okay. Uh, Anthony Beseech. two I... hours. Oh, I can't wait. Two hours, man. Yeah. Uh, two hours is free. One hour is eight dollars extra. That's that's a good deal. Why do you? Why would you need something in one hour sooner? 
emergency, but an hour is not enough for an emergency, right? Like, I've cut off my hand. I need a tourniquet. I'm not going to wait an hour. Yeah. <laughs> for any price. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish a- ambulances yeah, had go- that kind of deal. Like... I've I've been like I've been single and I'm like too sick to really drive myself to the to the doctor. Yeah, I hate that. And but I don't need an ambulance ride. Mm-hmm. But like if there was like a like a medical like some kind of I don't know I guess a taxi. But like I often live in places that aren't served by taxis. Sure. So like there should be like a non critical ambulance that doesn't charge you a thousand dollars to pick you up. It's more maybe it's a yeah. bus. It's a it, mini bus. It just goes around. It's and picks Uber. Up. It's Uber. Like an old, but but they mostly going to be servicing old people that need to get like you know mm. whatever their minor medical things. But also a young person can be like, hey, there's I can book a book an extra seat on this to be taken to the doctor on your next runaround because I've got strep throat or I'm throwing up or something. But then I'm getting old people sick. Yeah, there's a lot of tubes. We need tubes. Pneumatic tubes. Pneumatic tubes with with pressurized to take you to critical sections cabins. of city infrastructure yeah. like the hospitals I like the it. dmv things like that i mean the future of tubes is real it's gonna happen it's just it's gonna take a while I, yeah i don't know actually I, i'm not sure why we went away from pneumatic tubes in big cities because every time i see like you know something from the 40, 30s or 40s that had them i'm like that's fucking george jetson's tech it is cool yeah. i mean like we Typically got email now in, but yeah. like uh, you know, and it, it, I don't, it's, it seems cool. Like every time I get into the Walgreens yeah. thing to pick up my prescription and I use the tube, I'm like, that's super handy. Why don't we use that technology more? It's because email's a thing. <laughs> like, but I'm saying, like, you still have to schlep most... physical documents. It's like places like Wall Street. Yeah, but Wall email it and then tubes, print it, right? right? Like, you got it's got to be cheaper than maintaining this pressurized tube system. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would imagine. It's probably the upkeep is pretty. Yeah. I was thinking of all the people you'd employ. Hmm. Uh, Anthony Beseech, four episodes in. What are your initial thoughts on Mr. Robot besides the paranoia? All right. I want to have a two-way conversation here, Anthony, mm. with everyone listening. Because I love everything about it. And I'm going to try to not spoil this for Jim or anybody else. Except for the what I assume is the big bad. He is the ambitious young executive that's trying to be the CTO of Evil Corp. Okay? He... Any two aspects of his personality are over the fucking top. He's a self-loathing, deeply closeted gay man who has a beard of a wife who also likes being 50 shades of gray, tied up and abused, and she's pregnant, and she doesn't speak a language. So they also have the like evil speaking of French or Spanish. I'm not sure which. She doesn't speak a language at all? No, she speaks. She doesn't speak English. So all their scenes oh. are subtitled, and it's either French or Italian or something like that, and she's exotic looking. Okay. Um, he pays homeless people. He he puts on surgical gloves and he beats up homeless people for money when he when he's feeling dead. Like, and and he also self flagellates. Like he sits in front of a mirror, American Psycho style, and like practices speech, and then he slaps himself when he gets it wrong and start like. Any one of these aspects are kind of shaky. Two of them together is like, come on. All of them in one fucking character, I don't know that I can handle it. Everything else uh-huh. about the show is top shelf and amazing, but I'm having a real pro- problem with this guy. This guy's name is USA, isn't it? <laughs> no, I don't even know what the hell his name is. Okay. He's the weird Fifty Shades of Grey uh, homeless immigrant mm-hmm. beater guy. Uh, so I like that. And also the fact that I'm not really sure who the good and bad guys are yet either. Like the show That's cool, right? invites you seemingly the first four episodes. It's like, oh, well, yes, now I know this guy's good. Oh, well, well that guy might be bad. Oh, okay, he might be. 
there's a lot of that playing around, so I'm not even sure if this is the big bad guy. There could be two big bads. Maybe. Well, the homeless molester is probably not a good guy. Yeah. So that's the big my big problem with the the series so far. I am not really on board with the big the quote unquote big bad. But I think they done okay. it. And some of the technology is also a little dodgy. Like you have to. It's a weird mix of. I don't know. Maybe this comes across a straight up techno babble to some people, but they're startlingly accurate with some depictions of how they use technology. But then there's others where it's like, oh, the central premise they're trying to do. Like, for example, one of the big plots that you find out in the very first episode. So this isn't really a spoiler. It's the premise. Mm -hmm. This hacker project, which is largely based on anonymous. They even do like press releases where they have the masks, not that mask, but a mask. Yeah. And they have the, if you've seen an anonymous video, you'll like, Oh shit, this is an anonymous video. Mm-hmm. Um, but their, their whole thing is they want to take down this company that controls 70% of the credit records and essentially erase everyone's debt. Okay. There's no fucking way you can do that. Like there, there are things like they've got this thing where it's like, they're trying to, um, Say like, well, we'll get the backups and we'll get uh, into paper I mean, records and the, but there's if no. If they're doing it right, it's offsite physical backups. What are you going to do? Exactly. You're going. I mean, I mean, I know. Maybe I know too much about it. That's to be what I'm to... saying. Like, I've I've managed yeah. a backup uh, solution for like a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. And you couldn't attack us in this manner. You don't have the. I mean, you you a nation You'd state like a day of records. A nation maybe. state would have to come and do strategic bombings. <laughs> of like all yeah, the yeah, Iron yeah. Mountain locations in the country to fuck us up the way you're talking about fucking us up, but yeah, I don't know that that's common knowledge either. So and probably not. No. Yeah, I mean that could be like everything's connected, and Every, everybody assumes the cloud is it, and that's also assuming that these people are doing their jobs right, which we find out a lot of cases they've got yeah. the technology and processes, yeah. but they're not following it, and no one's actually auditing. So maybe uh-huh. you know, but if you're planning. You know, you can't plan on someone else's incompetence. I don't know. That's the other problem. That's a minor. I mean, maybe one. if you could plant enough of a seed to get in and stop backups from working for a long time without actually alerting anybody that they're not working. Yeah. Uh, assuming they have no process in place to actually check those backups manually, mm-hmm. then I suppose you could erase like maybe a year of data. Yeah, which is catastrophic if you're talking about the world's financial record. No, that's what I'm saying. Like it. If you but could erase losing a permanently day, yeah. the world's financial records, it would be a big deal. I just don't see how it's possible. But it's kind of like, okay, yeah. you take that. The other problem is all of the female characters are terrible. <laughs> Great. Like the best Another one of those shows. The huh? best one is the drug dealer. Okay. But, yeah. and, but it's, yeah, they're all just really, really bad. Really terrible so far. Hmm. So uh, that's my thoughts on it. I would like to know, like, you know, this. But the reason I want to start a two-way conversation is, like, do they have a way to pay off this big bad that makes it worth all of the crazy baggage? And now let me see, go through the responses. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Anthony C. clarifies that they speak Danish and Swedish. Uh, that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> this next one might help you. Uh no, nope, not, not no, that one. No, no. So the, I, I guess that's that's one. maybe a glaring flaw of the show. I, I meant the actual, the next one. Sorry. This one here? Yeah. That doesn't help me. This is just a <laughs> random comment on my giant gourd. 
Uh, Aaron, it sounds like it helps you'd be, me more than it helps you, honestly. Jeff Crow, Jeff Kemp says it sounds like you'd be a prized. Uh, you'd be prized by the predator with that skull size. Yeah, I'd make a hell of a trophy. Yeah, I'd make a hell of a trophy. <laughs> And I'm not that hard of a target either. Like he could go back to homework. Sure. Look at this fucker. He was ten foot tall. Yeah, I, I mean, took him down in single combat. No, I'm just some six foot two fat dude with a giant head. And that's the thing. Like, took some boxing lessons. It was giant even when I was skinny. They had to custom <laughs> order my graduation cap. I remember this. Jesus. And I was skinny. I my yeah. Your head doesn't really get fat, right? Like the top. Of your I mean, head. it does. Like I can pinch the hat, and like I was seven, seven, eights, and now I'm an eight, perfect eight. So like I've got an eighth of an inch of head fat, and I'm not. I think that's a circumference. It's not yeah, radius. It's but anyway, yeah. Uh, got a fat head. Got a fat head. I've I've learned to embrace it. Uh, Jorge D wants to know what are some of the shows that you're going to cover in the next TV podcast. I want to be up to date. Uh, that's something you might even re- the brink. We're gonna ballers. Yeah, the brink, the ballers, and narcos. Narcos. Yeah, that's gonna be the next TV podcast. Maybe depending on when we record it, Mister Robot. Too, I can talk about my general. Oof, that's the thing. Like I could talk about this part of. I think I could talk about this. this is a fairly non spoiler to get a ball rolling, and then if you watch it and finish it, I'd like to do a, like a season recap to see how excited we are about season two, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're looking at. Um, Dan G said the subway is the transport equivalent of tubes. The London tube is about as close to hell commuting as you can get. Tubes are not the future. I fucking love trains. Do you know that we're putting in a light rail system in Cincinnati? It's right now. They're, they, they, they actually went live with it last week. There's a downtown rail system. How does that work in a city as spread out as Cincinnati? It's, I mean, like commuter hubs where you go in, yeah, you park totally. your car and you ride a train in. Like right now, nobody's going to use that as a problem. Like it works in really dense cities like Chicago, New York. But even then compared to nobody Europe, uses the LA subway system. I just saw a statistic. Nobody even knows there is an LA subway system. <laughs> I saw a statistic that like you think of high utilization systems like New York. Yeah. Where you've got a city of like what, 20 million people and there's, I think something like 90 million riders a year. Okay. If you look at London, <laughs> which is what half the size of New York, maybe less, they have a ridership of like 216 annual mi- million. Like even by New York standard, like by, by England standards, the New York subway system is lightly utilized. Yeah. It's interesting. I was actually, I was, I don't know why I cared about this, but I was reading about how cities form yeah. the other day, like from the ground up. And it was talking about the types of cities and mm-hmm. the, the way, like, they kind of form – some form organically, some are planned. Yeah. And in the the ones, like, American cities, that we tend to plan them as spread out mm-hmm. sort of things because cars are a major transportation. Right. So we aren't really set up to use that because our population isn't dense enough. Uh. Whereas in cities in Europe, they've kind of grown organically just because they're so old. Like but, when you go I mean, to like Rome or sure. something. Well, yeah. That type of shit. Like they're densely populated because they've grown organically and haven't been planned out in these like perfect grids or whatever. So they kind of have to build in different ways. I don't know. And so you end up with a lot more like public transportation. How does that stuff. explain Boston and Philly? What do you mean? Like, like those are grids, right? No, they're all like Boston. Jesus, Boston's one of the most well, fucked yeah, up Boston. towns I've ever been in. I've never been to Philly. Boston, you're right. Is uh, and like New York, these are all well, those old are, cities by like yeah, North yeah. American standards. 
Yeah, but not by world standards, right? But the, like, those, again, those like, are organic. Why, why are the New Yorkers not using the subway as much as Londoners? I, I, I have no easy explanation other than the car is something deeply embedded in the American psyche. Like everyone really wants is, a yeah. car and you got this. Sit- I love Which public I transportation. I've, I've grown up in cities that don't have functional public transportation. Yeah. So when I go to a city, it's like magic. Mm-hmm. Like I can pay this one ridiculous rate and go anywhere that I need to go. And I don't have to worry about it. And I can like read a book or play a video game on this when, yeah. it, or listen to a podcast. It's crazy not to like, yeah, I, I don't know why anyone in New York or Chicago or any metropolis like that, like as soon as they get the, a car, as soon as they get the lightweight rail system here in Eastgate that connects me to downtown, like I won't use it all the time. But every single time I go to a ball game yeah. or if I just go like to meet somebody at the bar, I'll yeah. gladly spend 10 or 15 extra minutes to passively ride rather than having to go and fight for space and God, you, I mean, don't, you don't know when minutes. the police are going to randomly cordon off the four blocks downtown with no parking signs because there's some festival going on. That's the thing. That 10 or 15 minutes you're going to spend on the train, you would have spent parking and find walking. The park, yeah, if you can even find it. Yeah. So I I, I'm, I applaud. I think it's interesting. I, I, I'm glad that Cincinnati is trying it, but mm. it's weird that like a city half the size of Indianapolis is trying to make this work. And Indianapolis is like staunchly refused to do any kind of public transportation. Their bus system's a joke. They have no light rail. Yeah, I mean, it's just a. I feel like it's a tough sell because it's so spread out. You know, like it's everything's not that suburb. spread out. The downtown area is so small in Indianapolis. Like, it's a. It's what four square blocks. But like, even if you just had a light rail in like Greenwood, what Castleton, Fishers, Plainfield, Greenfield, that takes you down to, and then there's you another. You still spur have to drive. Like that that's the problem, the right? Like in Chicago, I can walk to a, a train stop. In Indianapolis, I would have to drive to a train stop. But that's that's the way I'm it is. already in my car. Why don't I just drive downtown? Because you drive like five minutes instead of thirty, and then you don't have to worry about parking downtown. And like for the airport, it's a clear like. If every major city should have a spur, have a, a light rail a that goes from sell. airport to downtown. Like oh, I agree. Everyone, yeah. everyone yeah. should have that. Like your major hotel hub, right? Yeah. You go from the airport to your major hotel and commerce hub. The problem with that is that helps business and wealthy people. It doesn't do shit for like poor sure. people, yeah. which is like, and I, I read somewhere that like effective public transportation is one of the best things you can do for poor people in a city. Sure. Makes sense. So I don't know. I hope it succeeds, but it seems like there's a lot of interests that are trying to shit. And I don't, Why? Why would you t- have a vested interest in destroying public transportation unless, unless you're, you're an oil company or a pavement company or something like that? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why it seems like it's a conservative position to take. The public transportation is a boondoggle and not worth supporting. I don't know. I don't know. Nah, anyway. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> they have to, the, the wealthy people the tube, have to pay for it. The tubes aren't the future. So we're, tubes we're, are not the future? we're wasting okay. our wind here. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah! No right. way! No, no you way! You didn't know this. I didn't know this. Mike, Michael G says since he has an abandoned underground subway oh. system, it is. We have a massive underground subway system that is completely blocked off. They give tours of it like twice a year. Why aren't we using that shit? It, it started in like the twenties and yeah. it lost funding. <laughs> it ended in the thirties, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, probably the depression didn't yeah. help it any. Yeah. But like, there's miles and miles of underground tunnel with stations built and everything. Never wow. used, never used. Damn. So maybe that makes a conservative position 
seem smarter. Like, I don't know how many millions of dollars they spent in 1920s money, but that was all literally wasted. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to use it, sure, it's wasted. Yeah. If they continue to use it, it's only useful for rats be... to breed and 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 homeless dudes to flash each other in. Right now, mm. nice. I bet there'd be some really cool nice. like urban spelunking though. If yeah, you could. I guess the the grates that they've got set up are like like serious. Like you you have to have an angle grinder and all that kind of stuff to get into it. But yeah, uh, I did know that. All right, Anthony B is going to give me some hope here for Mr. Robot. I agree that Tyrell the Big Bad is pretty cartoonish, but he has an interesting twist at the end of the season. I don't know if that'll be enough of a payoff for you. Well, we'll see. Like I said, I it's not destroying my enjoyment of the show. It's just like, you know, you got a bad guy like Gus or Tywin Lannister. It just makes everything so much better. Yeah. Uh, Someone who's got believable motivation. Something that's like, I, I, like, it, you know... The bad guy should be cool, and you should be think like you should somewhat be tempted. Like, I could see myself in a different yeah. world being Gus or being Tywin Lannister, or maybe the world would be a better place if Tywin Lannister was ruling. I don't ever get the idea with this this goofball. He's yeah. just a he's just a terrible, you know, terrible. Even not, a villain like Joffrey, who six has dimensional those... character, he's not one dimensional. He's six dimensional. There's too many damn yeah. dimensions. Uh. I haven't seen it, so. Uh, Michael G has one last uh, recommendation. Weekend Cincinnati beer recommendation from you guys. Ryan Geist Truth IPA. Cheers, guys. Thanks for all the great content. That's a you thing. Yeah. Um, I don't really like beer that all that much, and I don't like IPAs. So. Yeah, you got off the beer wagon because you never made the transition to IPA. No. You know what's interesting is that, like, since I started drinking IPAs, I don't drink any other type of beer. When I before I got into IPAs, I'd drink stouts and I would sometimes drink some of the less hoppy IPAs and I would drink, you know, Pilsners and I would do porters and I would do like but ever since I switched to IPA, it's like that's all I drink now. Hmm. I used to do Belgiums, like quads and triples, and now I just it's all IPA. Any idea why? Just found the style you like or well, I forced myself to drink IPA until I got the taste for it. And now it's like everything else is so it doesn't punch me in the face with hops comes across as like almost sickly sweet or too fruity or bready or like that without that dominant note. But that's the other thing is like every fucking IPA almost tastes identical. Yeah. I found this one. I, I can't remember who makes it, uh, but Cecily picked it up. It's called lucky girl. It just tastes like hops, right? <laughs> it's a really, that's the thing. Like this lucky girl is a really well balanced and you can actually get more notes out of it. But it's hmm. a, it's a, it's the first IPA in a long time that I've like, Whoa, what is this? You know? Cause they're almost all, you might as well just drink Sierra Nevada's pale ale. Cause they're all hmm. like, you know, they, they punch you in the face with hops, and that's that's the thing. I will try this, the truth. Let's see if I can handle the truth. Yeah, if you got, a, like, a, a stout or a porter recommendation, I'll probably try those, but um, no IPAs for me. There's a lot of Imperial Stouts on the market right now you might want to try. Yeah, I've uh, tried several of them. Uh, just, I don't know, beer's not really my thing. I'm a whiskey guy. All right. And a bourbon guy. Speaking of that, I, I better have another cocktail next week. This is like three in a row. I haven't gotten Oh, shit. Jesus. You're yeah. supposed to have I, one. I totally forgot about that. This is, Sorry. This is your one one lunch warning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll get on that next week. We'll have, uh, I don't know. I All don't right. know yet, but it'll be there. All right. Uh, that's it for this week. We will be back next week with another lunch and a bunch of other content. Also, I think we misspoke. We're It's not two full weeks that the Fear the Walking Dead's taken off. It was just the one. Yeah, so, I, I, I edited all the two weeks oh, out of that? the last one. And so we'll it, be yeah. back with our full 
spectrum coverage of the the live watch and the uh all that yeah it's, it's only our second live watch because we missed the second one which would have been a hilarious one uh yeah yeah we were out of town for that one yeah but we'll, we'll be back for this week uh for full coverage and a bunch of other uh fun stuff we got a podcast for way of the gun coming out mm-hmm. the next commission one we're watching is the color purple uh, yeah, we also have another one before that. We've I got, don't think so. I um, think it's the color purple's next. You talking about the way of the gun? Because we did a lot of commission pod. We've been trying to work through the backlog. Have we not released the one we did before the way of the gun? That's 310 to Yuma is the other one. We haven't, we released, haven't that? released that yet. That's oh, coming okay. out Monday. All right. And then after that, it'll be way of the gun. And okay. then after that, color purple. Sweet. All right. But that's that's an up, up, upcoming slate. Um and yeah, we'll see you next week. Yep. Bye, guys. Then.